Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. No one is cheering for me louder than the girl I used to be. She sees me healing, being strong, and living a life beyond her wildest dreams. That's true success right there. If you could never talk about it, would you still do it? What does this mean to you? Today, we're going to deep dive into your driving motivations about truly why you do what you do. We all have our own reasons for things, right? But often these reasons are molded by our experiences, by what we're told and by what we see. How genuine are your reasons for doing what you do. Now I got to thinking about this and I actually heard this concept on a podcast I was listening to and they were talking about psilocybin and the mushroom journey, air quotes here, that people are people are going on these these journeys, right, into another dimension and they're coming back different people. They're changed. They've experienced something. But all of that aside, why did they go on the journey? Your driving force, your driving motivator says a lot about what matters to you. So when is the last time you took a step back and thought to yourself, why do I do the job that I do? Do I feel that I'm help, you know, helping heal people? Are you a teacher? Maybe you feel like you're molding the minds of young of young uh, children? Are you an accountant or some somebody in finance helping people restructure their lives so it's not consumed by what's in the bank? Think about that. We all have a purpose. We all have our own unique gifts. But I feel like most of us are putting those gifts aside and doing what we think we should be doing. So I, uh, I thought about this. In my own life, right? If you could never talk about what, talk about it, would you still do it? I'm very transparent on my social media, on my blogs, on my podcast. But what's going on in my life? It it helps me heal. Number one, and number two, I always hope to reach one of you. I always hope to inspire one of you to either be more vulnerable, to quit the job that's not serving you, to leave the relationship that hurts, to deep dive into something you've never done before, taking the risk, right? And I thought, if I couldn't talk about these experiences in my life, so my new relationship or me going back for my doctorate or me being a competitive bodybuilder, would I still do it? And I thought to myself, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I would do it. Hell yeah, I would travel the world and do ultrasound if I could never tell you guys about it. Hell yeah, I would compete, change my life, change my level of discipline, my motivation, change the look of my body from the inside out. Hell yeah, I would get fired from all of those jobs because, hell, they weren't serving me and everybody's replaceable. Hell yeah, I'd go back to school because I feel I've been told this by Reiki masters, by multiple healers that I am 
here on this earth with a purpose and that my purpose is to help others heal. And that is so much bigger than me. The vision that I have after this journey through school, like this journey is going to be beautiful. I'm going to enjoy it every step of the way. It's going to be a different level of difficult. But my vision for how I'm going to show it for all of you, I can't even put it into words. I can't even express to you when people come to me. And like my mom just came to me the other other day. She's having shoulder issues. She went to the doctors and they sent her right to an orthopedic surgeon. And I was like, hold up, hold up. I may not have any credentials yet, but I have been in the medical field for a long time. I am very educated through books and podcasts and all these things. Mom, would you be willing to try this instead? And we talked about peptides. I'm like a firm believer in peptides now. Cam and I have been experimenting for about two months now for different reasons. And I've briefly touched on this a couple of times. Again, I'm not the person to give you advice on a lot of things, but, or not on a lot of things, on peptides, because I don't know about them enough, but I've done enough research to know that they are very, very safe. And so if it's something that may serve you, whether it be for weight loss, cognitive function, injuries, I highly, highly recommend the book, Optimize Your Health by Jay Campbell. And it's, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a medical background to understand it, but I want you to do your own research on it before you decide if it's going to be right for you. If you need any help or I can help you in any way, you always know you can reach out to me. So I talked to my mom about peptides, my dad about peptides, and going home in the next week, I'm going to help them with this and I'm going to show them how to inject it and what to do and Both of them have these shoulder problems and I'm like, oh my God, they send you right to a surgeon. Y'all, if you don't know the statistics, people that go in for like minor surgeries, like hernia repair or all these things, they come out with 10 other things that they didn't have before before they went in. And I just don't agree with it. And the reason stuff like peptides are not talked about is because of big pharma. It's because of the amount of money that we make by pushing pills on people. And it just raises my blood pressure. So I just got off on a tangent. Back to my driving motivations. My driving motivations are innately for me. And how I knew this is was by asking myself if I could never talk about it. If my mouth was glued shut, would I still do it? Hell yeah. So this is my experience. And then I got to thinking, there's got to be a theory behind this. There's got to be some kind of research. And I found this, and there is, there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There's a, there's a bunch of different theories, but I found this one theory excuse me, that it's McClellan's need theory. And there's a need for power, a need for affiliation, and a need for achievements. So his theory states that basically these three types of motivational needs are something that's innate with all of us and the reason why we all do things, right? So there's Three, these three elements are inherent in all of us and it's a driving force for our motivation, and they're shaped through experience over time. It could be, you know, through an organization that you're in, through, you know, people that you're around. Um, this theory works in employee management. It's just understanding why we do what we do is so important because often we don't even think about it. We go through our lives completely blind, just doing the same thing over and over again. So in thinking about this, I thought, Do you want to accomplish something because it's an impressive achievement? Would becoming a naturopathic physician be an impressive achievement? Hell yeah. Or do you want the experience of having doing it? And that's like my hands are out wide right now. It's teeter-totter, right? It's a spectrum. 
It's an impressive achievement, but there is no way in hell would I go into the amount of debt and or the amount of time that this program is going to recommend for anybody else or what anybody else thinks but myself. This is for me to help and help reach and heal as many of you as I possibly can, right? It starts with me. It starts with my why. So in the first case, an impressive achievement, all you would want is the outcome, right? Trying to get to the end. You don't enjoy the journey. We're all guilty of this in some capacity in our our lives. And the second, you're curious about what you might learn from the process. So what are these five years going to teach me? I'm sure a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. I'm going to do my best on my website, shaunadiddle.com, under blog to journey this this journey (laughs) to document it. Document what I'm going through, how I'm feeling, what this looks like. I already already have three posts up there, but that's solely going to be a blog about my journey through naturopathic school. Again, in hopes of inspiring you to do something that maybe you thought you couldn't do. When we let our achievements determine our course, we're living in the illusion that happiness comes from an external measure of success. And then when we finally get what we want, whether whether it be that dream job, that million dollars, that sexy ass husband, when we finally get to whatever we've defined as success, we aren't any happier. And I'm here to tell you from experience, I've lived this. The more money in the bank didn't make me didn't make me any happier. I'd rather have no money and be living out my best life. I will live in a box if I can travel the world. If you give me a mansion and a million dollars or a box and, you know, a ticket to wherever I want to go, you can bet I'm taking the box and the ticket. You can't take it with you. I recently lost a family member of mine. And I thought, you know what's really funny about my uncle who passed away? He didn't give a shit. He literally didn't care. And so even though I believe that there's no time that... It's, you know, it's always too soon when you lose somebody, right? The years that he was here physically, he lived his best life. He was drinking beer on the lake. He was hanging out with his buddies. He was riding his Harley Davidson. And I'm sure if he could never talk about it, he would still do those things because ultimately it made him happy. So at the end of your life, what are you going to look back on and say, man, I did that for me. I'm so happy I did that. And what else are you going to look back on and say, oh man, I wasted so much time doing that for somebody else. Now in McClellan's need theory, the need for achievement is a concept that suggests that our need for achievement is the desire to obtain milestones, goals, or accomplishments, right? Maybe it's the promotion at work. Maybe it's studying for another certificate. Everybody is looking forward to achieving something that leads to social recognition. That's an innate human quality. I really respect this, especially in my partner. Something I love about Cam is he is always growing and always learning. He doesn't have to be studying constantly, but he wants to be better. And if you have the desire to be better, you also have the need for achievement, the social recognition part of it. There's also a need for power. Every person actually has this will to control and have authority over somebody else. 
They try to influence and change things according to their decisions and what they believe. The problem with the need for high power is it may boast your ego by imposing like your ideas on other people, but it tends to ruin relationships as well. It's a very fine line. But maybe this need for power is somebody that's really good in a management position because they're good at leading teams. It can look different for everybody. But again, it's another need. And the last is the need for affiliation. This is the desire to create a strong relationship with other people. Typically, we need affiliation to work with others, right? Maintain friendships that last a long time. It's a yin and yang sort of thing, right? Give and take. I've been on the one side of, I'm the only friend that reaches out all the time. That's not a friendship to me anymore. I'm in my 30s now. My circle is small and I love this for me. But I'm also not going to put effort into people that don't see the, I don't want to say, I just see the benefit of like our friendship. Like it's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing to have, but it takes effort too. Or there's people that get in relationships and then they forget about all their friends and then their relationship falls apart. And then all of a sudden they come knocking on your door. Y'all, if you're in your thirties, you should have learned from that in your twenties. Friends are just as important. Everybody wants to feel needed, but nobody wants to feel used. So be careful of that. I've had to cut some people out of my life for that reason. I'm like, you only come to me when it's convenient for you. I'm sorry, but that's not working for me anymore. So regardless of what your need is, if it's a need for power, affiliation, achievement, a need to be liked, a need to fit in, be careful when you define your driving motivations for what you do, whether it be school, work, who you know, who you talk to. They influence your life big time. So what is your why? Is it because it's an impressive achievement or do you genuinely want the experience of having doing it? Because as long as we keep attaching our happiness to the external events of our lives and what other people think, which are ever-changing, we're always going to be left waiting and wanting more and unfulfilled and unhappy. Happiness is internal. Material gratification, what other people think and say, it's external. It's fleeting. It comes and goes. You have to connect and master this connection between the mind and the soul and the body. Take everything out of your house. Be happy with your health. (laughs) Be so grateful for your health. If your whole house burns down right now, would your world fall apart? I get it. I have pictures and memories and it's, it's things though. Your happiness is within you. And I often get the question, Shauna, no matter what comes into your life, how do you just keep smiling? It's, you know, no matter what. Because I am the reason I am happy. Nobody else. If Cam told me today he didn't love me and walked out of my life, I would of course be hurt and super heartbroken. But my happiness is determined by me. Losing a family member made me super sad. Made me feel for my dad and for my cousin who lost his dad. But my happiness comes from within me. Getting fired from a job made me feel unworthy, not wanted. Asked, looked in the mirror and asked myself, what's wrong with me? I let that story, you know, spiral for a little bit and let it go. 
and looked in the mirror again and said, I determine my own happiness. Try it. Studies actually show that more money, because we often think that's direct correlation to happiness, contributes to overall life satisfaction. But that that impact level falls off at a salary of about $75,000. Which means a middle-class American citizen fares about as well as Jeff Bezos. Think about that. It's not the dollar amount. It's not the material objects. It's not what people think. It's you. It's within you. And if you could never talk about it, if you could never say a word about what you were doing, would you still do it? So remember, no one is cheering for you louder than the person you used to be. They see you healing, being strong, and living a life beyond your wildest dreams. That's true success right there. I love you so much. Give your gifts to the world. They need you. Everybody needs you just as you are. You are perfect. Be kind. Give back. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. Smile.